Hey everybody, this is Brian Thomas from the Batman vs. James Bond show, and you are listening to the BS Podcast Network. This is Officer Mo Weekin coming to you straight from Port Fouchon, Louisiana, on the beautiful Gulf of Mexico. You're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with your hosts Kevin, Danny, Eli, and the ever-so-lovely Lee Lastovica. Take it away, guys. Hi guys, this is Kevin from the Magic Are Podcast, and we just want to kind of peel the curtain back for you a little bit, just to let you know how this show goes. You know, whenever we record a show, we record it, and then we do some editing. Why? Because we want to pull out some of the extra stuff that you don't really need to hear, some of the mistakes and stuff, because we want to get a good product for you guys, and we, you know, we just definitely appreciate you taking the time to even listen to us. A lot of hard work goes into these shows. Yeah, there's a lot of guys involved with this show, and we definitely appreciate it. We hope you love it and appreciate it as much as we love our product. And um, yeah, just this is the Magic Our Way podcast, man. We hope you enjoy this particular episode. On behalf of all of us here at the Magic Our Way LLC, enjoy the show. And please be aware that we took special pains and efforts to make sure that we were culturally sensitive in the material you're about to hear. Jumbo, everyone! <laughs> Harambe! <laughs> and welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Bienvenidos, señoras, señoras y Mohicans. Estás escuchando el podcast de Magic Our Way de Nuevo Orleans, Louisiana EEUU. Somos aficionados artísticos hablando de cosas de Disney. <laughs> www.magicourway.com es donde puedes encontrarnos. Me llamo Kevin. Me llamo Danny. Y con nosotros hoy esta persona. Excelsior. You know, 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 you know. I have the power! You know the story's all about the glory. Tenemos nuestro genio de comic residente de IvoryComics.com, Señor Eli Ivory. Hola, E. Uh, muchas gracias. <laughs> ¿Qué tiempo hace? That's a muy bueno intro. <laughs> Uh, gracias. Yeah. Uh, wow. Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> <laughs> the only Spanish. And that's, uh, yeah, I was going to say. That's uh, only Spanish. You know, like, I really got, I wasn't, I was, I was uh, not prepared for that, for that intro because the best I got is Donde Banyo, and uh, I've already done that. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, hey, hey, guys. Uh, hola, more weekends. Hola. Ask and you shall receive. You got an intro. I, yeah, that's awesome. Did you like it? I did like it. Yeah. I went to, I, Mucho I was, gusto. I think yes. Kevin spent a lot of time, but about two minutes on that. <laughs> it was well, a whole two minutes. 35 minutes to kill, right? <laughs> yes. You, you sure did take me somewhere because I was trying to listen to what you were saying and then you just put that out. And I was like, whoa. Well, I'm glad you figured out was your intro because, you know. Yeah, well, that would have been, been crazy if it didn't. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. And, and then the uh, Espanol, too. I, I'm sorry. I don't, I only, I took uh, Spanish no. like in high school. So, like, I didn't, I didn't prepare. That's the last time I 
did it, so I just, you know, thank Google Translate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to correct me if I'm saying anything incorrectly. No, that was a that sounded that official to me. Difference. You wouldn't know the difference. That sounded. I thought I was watching you division for a second. I was like, am I on the wrong podcast? No. Oh. <laughs> hey, yeah, where's the good-looking Mexican girls? This is Univision. I need to see those. Selena. Senoritas. Ah, Selena. They got the best game shows. I don't know what the game is about, but I'm always just watching the, cast, the contestants. Yeah. Y tenemos esta persona. Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Señor, sé más que tu amigo. Chúpate, agente de viajes encantador, siempre adorable de Magical Moments Vacations, Mosquito Killing Date Night Endings, <laughs> Lee DJ White, Chada No Hasselvika. Hola, Lee. Oh, hola, Bendecos. How are you today? Hola, Bendecos. Dame dinero. Dame dinero. Bendecos. That means my very good friends. Oh, oh I thought hola, you said pendejo. pendejo. It sounds like pendejo. Yeah, if you're not sure, just try it out. You know, next time you go to a public place where there's a lot of Hispanic people, just yell it out. Hola, Bendejos. And you'll see, like, that's a very friendly greeting. No. I've seen so. me but my big fat Greek wedding. I know where that's going. Yeah. I know dude. what pendejo means. I don't know much Spanish, but I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I do know Pendejo. I, I think I know. I remember I watched the episode of Burners, and the villain used that, and the guy said it means, yeah, not good. I, I it means not good. <laughs> do we have to bleep Pendejo? Nah. It, it basically, okay. it means it, it means idiot, but ruder. It no, it means asshole, doesn't it? It's a, it's a well, very... Well, idiot, but ruder. But there's a, lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of substance to the word Pendejo. Are we going to so, delve into that? Would it or? be culturally insensitive, though, if we bleeped asshole? but left in Vendejo. <laughs> I don't know. We started this whole... I mean, like, I made a statement at the very beginning saying that we were going to be sensitive and I just don't feel like we've adhered to that at all. No. It lasted not like a, not at all. five minutes. Well, that's normal for us. Actually, that's better for us. Yeah, maybe we should have made the statement after recording the material. Yes. Yeah, that would have been more effective. Somos weekends, damas y caballeros. Tenemos un gran espectáculo para ustedes el fila hoy. Today we are talking about Coco. <laughs> that Rosetta Stone is doing wonders for you, man. You like that? <laughs> tell yeah. you. Yes, we're talking about Coco today. You didn't, if you, if you couldn't tell. And so, yeah, if you haven't seen the movie yet, I mean, you know, well, well I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll release a little something bonus that we have. If you haven't seen it, you can listen to at least thirty minutes of Lee defending Bucky's. Oh my God! That. <laughs> so you can enjoy that, and when you see Coco, you can come back and enjoy the show here going yes. forward. But we sure. hope you enjoy that. But what, are you going to add that to the end and they skip to the end? And well, no, I'll just do it as a separate release on the feed. So you get, if if not this, then this. It's an if-then statement. Lee exclaiming his passion. It was for, a passion. Uh, yeah, for Bucky's. For Bucky's. All right. Because he was offended at one point in time that we besmirched the good name of Bucky's by comparing it to a Burger King. El buen nombre de Bucky's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's his passion. It's like his musica. Well, I'm for, calling for a Bucky's ban on this show until we work out a sponsorship deal or something. This is too much free press. Too much Bucky's. Yes. Bucky's needs to sponsor us. If anybody knows anybody at Bucky's. No such thing as too much Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> Go talk to your cardiologist about that. <laughs> well, guys, this show is all about Coco. So, por lo tanto, basta de mi haber heber. 
Vamos a hacer That sounded like Mushmouth from Apparently that's how it translates Habahiber Habahiber Vamos a hacer algo de magia Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen, remember the movie, because we're about to talk about it here. Remember the Moeekins. Remember the Moeekins! <laughs> remember the Moeekins, guys. We're talking about Coco, the movie released in 2017, a few days ago, actually, in case you're listening to it in the future. This is the movie that we're talking about, and if you haven't watched it yet, I will have a little bonus thing for you to check out, so, you know, if you have not watched it, listen to that. That way you don't lose you out on your Moeekinness for the week. And then come back after you've seen Coco. Because we're going to talk all about this movie. Spoilers ahead. Everything's going to be talked about. Every less de- detail. Uh, even the little pre-show thing. The, even the, the short. Or not so short. <laughs> the, everything, yeah. So the little, the little the Olaf thing. The, the, the Frozen thing. So yeah. So we're Mas about grande. to... Yes. Mas grande! <laughs> Olaf! Oh. So yeah, we're about to delve into it, guys. We're going to talk about Coco. So if you have not listened to it or watched it, sorry, not listened to it. ¿Quién es más macho? If you have not watched it, Coco or Olaf. Now's your chance to split for a little bit and check out that other offering. All right, and if you're here on the show, it's all about Coco. Hey, look at that! I rhymed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, this is the movie that came out during the Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, Coco's the latest Pixar release about El Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead. Some people argue, released it a little bit too late. Because the Day of the Dead was actually after Halloween. But, yeah, they're whining. Yeah, they're, if they want to capitalize. Because they released it on the Day of the Dead in Mexico. They Mexico, did. Mexico they got did. it early. So, I mean, like, how many people over here realistically... I mean, I think it's more of a thing for Mexico than it is in the United States. Right. Even yeah. though it's a pretty cool little cultural thing. I'm pretty, I, I dig that. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, that even if, if there was a, even a chance that my relatives come back and say, hey, and help me out. But, you know, it's cool. Yeah. That whole cultural thing. But, yeah. Yeah. It was released, of course, during Thanksgiving because we know that's the beginning of the holiday movie season. And, uh, yeah. Coco, man. Let's, let's, let's just dive into it because I'm pretty excited to talk about this movie. Sure. Uh, should we start out with some opening statements or thoughts about what we thought about Coco? Or do you want to talk about the short first? What do you think, Danny? Oh, let's talk about that short. Let's let's, get that out of the way. Let's get the short. Not the. It's not really short. This freaking was freaking. It was too long. long. That was long. (laughs) Way too long for a short. I couldn't stand it. I mean, if you didn't know that Frozen took place in Norway, then I don't know know what you're. Now you know (laughs) because they must have said the damn Norway name like like ten million times in that little in that not so short that medium short. They baked a cake that looked like it. Yes, a cookie. cookie. It was cookie. A cookie. It was a cookie. Okay, well, so what, what do y'all think about the short? Let's, let's go with the Pixar short first. Ugh. Or medium short. Or not so short. I didn't realize how much I did not miss those characters until they were on right. screen for a <laughs> long period of time. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me a bit of like kind of what they did with Finding Dory and in and, and, and Cars 2, where they take the comic relief and make it the center point of the movie. Mm. You know? And all of a sudden, Olaf is on screen for way longer than Olaf need to be on screen. After a while, it gets irritating. There was nothing charming to me about this. And, and I, I don't think they did it any favors, the fact that it came out. Mm-hmm. And we watched it before it was even Thanksgiving. They're sitting there going off about Christmas, and we're like, we haven't <laughs> even had Thanksgiving dinner yet. So Yeah, uh, Eli hasn't had his ham yet. <laughs> yeah, right? Turkey <laughs> legs. 
I wasn't a fan. So, okay. so Danny, was, Danny was not a fan. Yeah, no. Lee, you saw it about this before Danny did. What'd you think? Yeah. Well, it's funny. I'm I wasn't a fan of it, but for the exact opposite reason. Um, to me, that short reminded me how bad the original Frozen movie would have been if it didn't have Olaf. Like that was what to me? Yeah, like I don't know what it was about. You're telling Olaf, me but- Olaf made the original Frozen? You're on drugs, dude. Yeah, no, that's to me. It's like I just remembered how much the other characters got on my nerves. Uh, <laughs> if that movie hadn't had Olaf, it would have been an even worse movie. Yeah, I know a uh, lot of girls were running around singing uh, "Summer." Remember Olaf? <laughs> remember Olaf? <laughs> As opposed to "Let It Go." Yeah, I remember I mean, just "Summer." Opinion, just my opinion, but. Now you yeah, welcome. Like, welcome to your I opinion. Just, uh, yeah, I just I I okay. felt like the only thing that was enjoyable about that short was was Olaf. So all right, um, but so, either way, yeah, it just reminded me how much I didn't like the other characters. All right, so uh, Danny Lee did not like it. Eli, the most recent to have seen it out of all of us, what did you think? I didn't need to see it. I just wanted to get to the movie. I'd already suffered through previews, so but. I didn't mind the visuals when the, the presents blew up. That mm-hmm. was a that was the coolest part of the movie for me. But <laughs> honestly, yeah, that's that's my Christmas spirit. So it um, sounds like you could have done without it. I definitely could have done without it. But it more explosions, it may have been better for you. Yeah, more I mean, explosions. I, I, I think so. Die hard level explosions. <laughs> I, I think so. Yippee Kaye, Olaf motherfucker. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they were they were already there. They were in the they were in the palace, and they were like, "Hey, let's have this tradition." And it's like all the people went to do their own thing. I'm like, okay, movie's over. Like, I don't really, you know, I don't really, I didn't care. You know, I, I didn't care. Like, you guys already there celebrating Christmas. You got every piece of food there is on Earth. Just go in there, eat, and get fat. Olaf's our tradition. Yeah, Olaf's our tradition. <laughs> oh, all this time it was you, Olaf. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Ah. A, it, it, it was kind of long-winded, minus the presence uh, exploding. So I guess in Frozen Two, that means we're going to have multiple Olafs because they're just going to keep making Olafs. I guess <laughs> Olaf has babies. Every year we're going to hit a new Olaf. Yeah, I guess so. Why not? Okay, yeah. but not in shorts for movies that are going to yeah, be give like really old movies, so I can avoid it. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine with that. I remember when we had Jim Hill on the show, and Jim Hill said, uh, alluded to the fact that Coco was going to be bad, is the way he made it sound like, and that was why they were attaching, that's why instead of running this on ABC, they were attaching this Frozen uh, short to it to, to make people go see it. I don't oh. know, do y'all remember that? I do remember that, yes, yeah. Yes, when Jim said that, and I got to tell you, I, I think Coco benefited... <laughs> From having this short in it, just because after that, my expectations for entertainment was so low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you got? What do you got? I'll watch it up. So maybe Jim was uh, saying, but he didn't quite mean it in the way we thought he did. Yeah. What it, are your thoughts, Kevin? Well, it, just to reference the show, since you talked about it, it was show number 176, in case okay. anybody wants to hear it. Okay. Um, but anyway, no, my thoughts, uh, the short was not short. It was way too long for my taste. Um, I love the justification that they made for putting the frozen ride in Norway, which they justified in that little short because they mentioned Norway 10 million times. <laughs> um, at first, I thought the voices for Anna and Elsa and even maybe Olaf were voice matchers, not to take anything away from voice matchers, uh, but I didn't think they were the original voice. voice. Oh, they were. Come yeah. to, when I saw the credits, yeah, I was like, wow, that was really them. It didn't even sound like them. They were phoning it in. So, so yeah. They were on a cell phone. Yeah. No, no, I said that. She's like, they're probably in a car somewhere just phoning it in. Just, you know, here, you let me record this two what? seconds or whatever. <laughs> you want me to say what? Yeah, but I, I no, 
No, I, I wasn't a fan of that short, man. Or not even short. I can't even know what the what do you call that? Maybe good length? It's a good length. No, it's not. No, even it's a not good a good length. length. No. It, it, it's an aggravating length. It definitely overstayed its welcome. <laughs> yeah, I didn't need to see Sonic Man take his towel off and throw it in Olaf's face either. It's that one like, made me laugh. I like that part. It's kinda like, that was kind of funny. It's like, yeah, yeah, go for the dirty joke. I was like, oh, man. You and know? the music wasn't anything special. There was no. nothing about that music. No. I felt all those. And then there was like four or five songs in there. Oh, you know what I wanted to do with this when we talked about the short? I wanted just to break in the song every time somebody mentioned something. Oh, that's that's all, basically what happened. That's it. it everything was a, a means to set up the next song. Right, right. It was like, how many songs can I fit in this little not so short? I mean, can we just get over with the short i mean if you want another frozen just make the frozen two i'm sick of frozen short yes More frozen i don't even want to see frozen two i think yeah that was fine how we left things but yeah, if I, you're gonna go ahead and keep going to this well i think the well's dry i did i looked over at the three girls that we had with us and none of them looked like they were particularly no. enthralled no that was when they were still talking amongst each other. When Coco started, they shut up. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Shut up. my girls were all enthralled once Coco came on the screen. But mm-hmm. if it had been called Frozen with a Vengeance, that would have been good. <laughs> Froze hard. Froze hard. <laughs> Frozen. Freeze Frozen harder. Frozen Freeze harder. harder. Yeah, so it sounds like we're all in agreement that you know we could have done without this particular thing. I was shocked by how bad it was. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't enjoy it at all. And if you enjoyed it, guys out there, great. You know, we want to hear your opinions of why you enjoyed it and stuff. We'd love to hear that because it seems like all of us are you're unanimous and it's like, yeah, we couldn't, we know. I saw it in 3D and I wanted it over with. Oh, you saw the movie in 3D? Oh, yeah. you're going to have oh. a lot there because I want to go back and see this movie in 3D, actually. I would go back and see this movie again. That was the only one that Coco. was available for that time. I should specify, so. not to short, Coco. Yeah. Well, there's a, you saw what Mexico did. Mexico said, please stop showing this short in front of this movie. And they got it kicked off. <laughs> Good for them. They got frozen. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, yes. Go look it up. Be they got Olaf taken off of there. But I, again, I don't blame them. I hate the fact that they keep giving comic relief their own that would be like taking lethal weapon 2 and giving leo gets his own movie <laughs> like, no one cares about okay murtaugh okay, and okay, riggs okay, okay we're gonna do a okay, whole movie okay, with okay, leo okay. gets okay okay i could get this screw you at the drive-thru there's a reason they call it comic relief every once okay. in a while to break the tension right you get a little something that comes along that takes you out of the moment well that was like cars too right right yeah so Made, it's it was like, like dory finding yeah. dory i mean they took what was a funny part of the first movie and they turned it into a total handicap where it made you feel guilty about ever having laughed at dory by exactly. the when you were watching the second one yeah like, and just to support this claim look you know the mexico takes gets rid of the short in front of a uh, coco and what happens? They beat Panama and they make the World Cup for next year. Yeah, it's all case, that's case it's all good. Dismissed. I don't, but I don't blame them. <laughs> I don't blame them. If this is a chance for your country to be represented, you may not want another country to precede the story that's about your country. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's right. That's a good point. And that's why they made it to the World Especially Cup. Especially a country of white people. Well, yeah, I, you know, Moana, <laughs> Moana got that I love you thing. Exactly. <laughs> that tied into the theme. Ex- good point. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, hey, it's our time. <laughs> in case you didn't know, Frozen, like takes place in, <laughs> Frozen takes place in Norway, if y'all didn't know. Yes. Just in case. I didn't know if y'all knew that, but this short reestablished the fact that it was takes place in Norway. Really makes you not want to go to have like no central air and heating over there or nothing. I mean, yeah, you, know. you notice like, oh, I, I, that was one of the things I noticed that Olaf didn't have his little flurry cloud above him. And I guess it was because it was cold over there now. Ah. Because they're in Norway. Yes. Yes. You would think all those people would have wanted to go into the palace because that looked well heated in there. And Arendelle is where again? I think it's in Norway, but Ah. I'm pretty sure it's in Norway. 
Okay. <laughs> so Arendelle. No, 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 no. Hold on. What? It's, what? In, Nor- it's in Norway. See, no, I, I thought wrong. it was in Norway, Norway, but you're saying it's in Norway, so it's got to be in Norway. Hold up. I'm on Wikipedia right now. Let's bake a cookie and find out. No, uh, no, no, no. You're both wrong. It's in Norway. <laughs> oh, All this time Norway. I thought it was in Norway. Was Norway. Norway. Damn. Norway. Norway. Yeah, I could have let that show go. All right, Norway, so let it go. Jose. Let Norway, it go. Jose. Good advice. <laughs> uh, that's all I can yep. say. That's a good sum up. No, I think that works. That works. That we works. don't need to make this as long as the short of the movie. No, 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 no. So let's move on to Coco because I loved it. Um, can I lead off with an interesting question? Go for it. Sure. Would you already you, gave away your opinion on the movie, by the way. I, yeah, I do. I did. You know, I. I mean, I'll, well, would you want to see this in Mexico as a attraction? To replace the caballeros. I was about oh. to use the F word, but I won't. Uh, hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would too. I was thinking I would love to see this attraction. I mean, this attraction, this movie as an attraction in the Pavilion of Mexico. I said it before they did it. I'm like, when we were talking about it before and they're like, there's a rumor that Coco before the movie played. I'm like, just the idea of it sounded better. So I'm, I was already ready to green stamp it. Yeah. Now I'm like, no, 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 no. It has to go in there. Yes. It no, it absolutely has to go. In. That's a timeless cultural thing because it keep, it's still going yes you know you can have that in there i'm you know I'm, eli lee voice your opinion what, what, what do you think about my question whoever wants to go first oh no no problem whatsoever no problema uh, that would no be the problema, first amigos that'd be the first <laughs> time that ride ever had a wait yeah. since it, yeah. since opening opening Tampa, day, right yes. no I'm, i i was just about to say uh, i'm sorry eli no. um yeah i remember when that ride had lines yes like it went all the way out the freaking door in the and it was like backs, oh my yeah. god yes out the door, out you know, on the steps. Now it three caballeros, no. But I guarantee you, you throw Coco in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, yeah, there absolutely. will be a line. There, there yes. will be a line once again, and I'll be just like, mucho anyway, gusto, Eli. What do you think? Mucho gusto. I would like to see that. You would like that, yes. Yeah. If it has that same mucho gusto. gusto means nice to meet you. By the way, well, I would like really? to meet the ride. It's there you go. Nice I thought it meant Mike with much enthusiasm. That's yeah, what I thought it meant, but. So I would I, like to still see it. There's, there's the point. I like it, and I would like to see it. So well, well, however the, the translation works, it well, I mean, mucho gusto means with pleasure. That's what I thought. That's right. Yeah. Well, nice to meet you. That's when you. When no, you it doesn't someone, mean you nice to meet you. Themselves. Nice to meet you, you with uh, pleasure. Hola. Como te llamas? Me llamo Lee. Mucho gusto. All right. Let, let's see what Google Translate says. See, I thought it meant I like it a lot. Me gustaría verlo. Me gusta. Me gustaría ver. You want me to say it? She's so sexy. Me gusta. Me gustaría ver. She sounds drunk. Me gusta. Me gustaría verlo. Oh, she pepped up. But uh, but getting back to the point, yeah, I think just the 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 visuals and it's a very uh, engulfing world. So yeah, I think that would benefit really well as a ride. That'd be freaking awesome. So uh, look, I'm going. I'm on Duolingo.com. All right, and somebody. Put in mucho gusto in the translation. Nice to meet you. Well, I'm guessing Lee Lastovica did the translation on that one. <laughs> and somebody wrote in. <laughs> I thought mucho gusto in kind uh, con- of uh, was nice to meet you, and mucho gusto just meant uh, pleasure or like very much. I'm confused. And somebody said, "Hi, I'm a native Spanish speaker. Mucho gusto must be understood in the sense of I'm pleased." So mucho gusto equals nice to meet you, glad to meet you. A slight. Her polite version is mucho gusto en conocerlo. Encantada de conocerte. That's the trick with there Spanish. Like that's seriously like why my wife did not want to teach Spanish to our kids because there's like you can say something 
one way and you just say one little syllable wrong and it's disrespectful. Yeah, because like English language totally doesn't have that. Well, yeah, but that's <laughs> we are not confusing at all with no, our words. But I learned more Spanish working at Journeys trying to sell shoes than I did in two years in high school. But anyway, guys, look, the movie. Yes. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, we keep yeah. getting sidetracked. Yeah, I, I, I freaking love the movie. I would have gone and seen it again. That's my opinion. There, done. I think it's the best movie that Pixar has made in the last seven years. Like, I haven't felt like that after a movie, after a Pixar movie in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would even put, the, I think I would put this ahead of Moana. I like Moana. No, I would not put this really? ahead of Moana. No. I, think, I think it would put it just a little bit ahead for me. Mm. I think it would. It, 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 it gave me some feels. I don't know if it's a musician thing. It could be. Yeah, it could be a musician thing. I might be a little, one. yeah, I might be a little biased because of all that. But I mean, you know, I like Moana too. This but, uh, Coco was more emotional, but Moana was to me was more fun. I would I would say. I mean, Mo, look, Coco had its faults. I mean, Coco yeah, had yeah, yeah, absolutely the the plot of Coco. I mean, it's 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 very loosely held together. There's a lot of stuff in there that did not make any sense to me, but it was an enjoyable ride. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it completely engaged you. There was that emotion factor that that happened in it as well. Uh, it was the first movie where I wasn't looking at my watch the entire time. Yeah, I was just, I yeah was, absolutely taking in the story yeah and the story by the way you could see that coming a mile away right that twist i mean the only thing i can say about that though is that for children i'm sure they were all their minds were boggled by that yeah Yeah. i think every adult saw that coming yeah what did you guys think e i I, i'm kind of with kevin in the sense that uh i liked a little bit more than moana because when they had music, it was it had like a purpose, like you know they had to perform or something like that. They just weren't singing. I'm going to the ocean. I'm you know stuff like that. But I've already voiced my opinion as far as not really being into musicals. But I did like the, I guess the thought of the story of like you know follow your passion that kind of stuff. So that that spoke to me a little bit a little bit more. But I tell you this much. I am amazed by the visuals, and this might sound weird, but the visuals of the backgrounds, like, I find myself, like, sometimes getting out of the movie and just looking at the back, I was like, jeez, like... Was yeah. it because they explained it to you and before they started the movie? Was it, is that why? Well, when they did say the other day, we had eight million <laughs> people The six million on. artists that went into <laughs> the went creation into of that? Yeah, that, I was kind of like, okay, you know, cool, but, like, I was looking, I was like, dang, like... It was very immersive. Like that's one of the few times I can say I, I saw a movie and I was like, "Wow, they—that's a world." You know, like everything was it was either bright or it was just like everything was just, you know, like on top of each other. You know, buildings were on top of buildings. Like it was they had a, people. It was like wow, billions of people. It was crazy. It was yeah, crazy. it was a beautiful the way they had it laid out, the colors and the visual. That was that was cool. Gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. Except for, you know, the Dorito bridge. You know, I think that's product placement. You know, Did you think they, that too? It was the, Doritos? I thought they were Doritos when they were making, giving a blessing <laughs> with a Dorito and then all the dead people had to come back from the land of the dead on Doritos. And if you weren't qualified, you sank through the Doritos and you were stuck. So you had to go back. And not only were they not, there weren't Cool Ranch Doritos. Them's were like like fiery, like like flavored. Hot Doritos. Nacho cheese Doritos. That's product placement. Doritos, I'm ashamed of you. I'm glad somebody else said that because I was like, I don't know. I turned a vow. I'm like, that looks like freaking Doritos. It was. <laughs> well, it was. I want a Dorito now. All right. Can I ask y'all a question? Have yes. any of y'all seen Book of Life? Because that's the movie this movie has been compared yes, to. Yes, I saw it. Yes. Okay. You've seen it as well. I haven't yeah. seen it. I they haven't seen they it. also had the pedals in there, if I'm not mistaken. Do they have Doritos? 
they I believe that they did. I, I, I believe that there were, it wasn't as prominent as the bridge, but I believe that there was one or two parts where those pedals existed. Well, that's part yeah. of the culture it's thing. It's part of the lore. Yeah, it's part exactly. of the lore, yeah. Right. So, yeah. It's kind of like Coming to America, but different. No, this movie reminded me a little bit more of Back to the Future. For some reason, you know, like, uh, well, well, hold on, let's back up real quick okay. because a lot of people have compared it to Book of Life, and that's it's a knock against this movie. How do you think that this stands up against Book of Life? This is better than Book of Blows Life, blows it away. I agree, Way better, couldn't it agree more. It. I, I think that there are some similarities to it, but I think that's yeah. like saying it's, that no, it's it's similar in that it's the same setting, that's about it. Yeah, it, that's it, it's dealing should with the I, exact same holiday. Should I watch yeah. it? Uh, it's a it's decent movie. You can spend 99 cents at Redbox or something. And, uh, it's, it's a good movie. It deals with Day of the Dead. Okay. You have a, a person who wants to be a musician. His family fa- uh, mm-hmm. frowns upon music. Yeah. He ends up in the, de- in, in the land of the dead. There's the land of the dead and the land of the forgotten. And the whole idea is to be remembered. So there is a lot of similarities there. Having right. said it, this is definitely its own movie. Okay. It need not be compared to that. But w- it, it's worth yes. seeing. So. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't okay. really okay. into the, the hero as much in Book of Life as I was in Coco like you know the, the, definitely no that, you're right that was like the thing the um, thing is well, sorry and I didn't mean to interrupt sorry. Uh, that's okay I'm, I'm just here uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the thing is is that there's that part where I'm always worried about how they're gonna pull something like that off with you know dead characters you know what I'm saying like that's that's kind of tricky to me but this movie did a lot better than Book of Life so it's better than so Book of Mormon is better than Book of Life I haven't seen Book of Mormon. <laughs> and then, and then Book Life, of Mormon is better than Book of Life. I will then, say that, yes. And then Life of Brian's better than Book of Life? Oh, for sure. Okay, well then. And then I don't well, really the Game of Life is better than them all, but. Really? <laughs> is it better than Game of Thrones? Wait, That's the Game the of Life is better than Book of Mormon? Wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, man, you get to, you get to spin a spinner. You get to stick all the little kids inside the car like that. That's a cool game, man. That game was stressful. <laughs> <laughs> got all those little itty bitty pieces. Like, oh man, I got three kids. Kid, the- <laughs> you got bills. You got kids. You got married. You get married. You got a baby. You got a job. What you gonna do? By the way, I've got the haunted mansion I'm, game I'm of life right, right over there, right where we're talking about it. I'm looking yes, right at it. I'm you pay too many it. bills, you're dead. You yeah, have you ghost go. babies. <laughs> ghost babies. Ghost babies are not a not not cheap. <laughs> so go ahead, Lee. I, I finished my point. So yeah. what, were you, what were you gonna say? Okay. So Lee, enjoy. Um, yeah. Well, there was a few things that first came to my mind. Was number one, I I I saw a couple people on you know friends of mine or friends in you know in dis- different Disney chat pages saying that this either did not interest them, they didn't know about the holiday, it wasn't something that they would you know think that they would enjoy, et cetera, et cetera. So I really hope that those people do take the time to see the movie because even if you know nothing about the holiday, even if you know nothing about the culture. I think it's still a really good story, and you know, in the end, you're you're gonna enjoy the movie. Can, can um, I kind of jump in on that real quick? I yeah, also saw friends and stuff on Facebook, uh, and you know, my wife saw other people posting that they wouldn't want to take their kids to see this movie because it deals with death. Have right. y'all seen that? Yes, people, I have a lot seen of people it. think like you know, this is like Dia de Muertos is like another extension of Halloween, and it's scary. And it's really not like that. That's not what the holiday is about. Um, which, I th- again, I think you will learn a little bit about that if you watch the movie. Yeah. Um, a, a couple of people I saw posted that too, especially like maybe like a younger kids. There's skeletons involved, so I could see that. But it's Disney, you know. They're not going to scare. Oh, no, I mean, I, I took all three of my kids there, man, and they loved it. Uh, did they ask they, you any questions about no, the death? No, same no. thing here. We took an eight-year-old. They all know they have skeletons in their body that yeah. help to give them structure. 
we had an eight-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a four-year-old. None of them asked us a single question about it. And I think, if anything, it gave them comfort to know, hey, listen, when you die, look, there's a whole cool world that you can explore. I mean, it is kind of freaky as an adult to think that because you know at some point in time, everyone's going to get forgotten. Right. right. So, you know, you I guess you cease to exist at that point. Like, at least Book of Life, you went to the land of the forgotten, although... Now that I think about it, land is forgotten. You just disappeared from there as well. I don't know how yeah. that worked. The <laughs> physics of this is beyond me. Because <laughs> well, we're not dead yet. Science! <laughs> Point being is that, yeah, I never, I didn't have one child ask one single question. They handled it very well. Um, I, I think it was the, the whole uh, bing bong thing. They took bing bong and took it to the, like, the ninth degree. Where right. bing bong, the whole thing was bing bong being forgotten, he would disappear forever. Right. Well, now you have a whole land of people that risk being forgotten. And they disappear forever. And you saw one of the characters, I believe. Yeah, disappear. Yeah. The, the Hec- guy they took the, the no, guitar no, from. I'm sorry. Hector's friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can't remember Hector's friend. friend's name. Um, but anyway, he disappeared forever. So you get to see that that is a, a, a factor in their everyday existence in the land of the dead. But right. And what did I do after the movie? I wanted each one of my kids to say, don't you freaking forget me. <laughs> don't you even do it. But Damn you know, it. now you no, say that. Look at my face. That was what was one of the things that resonated so well on an emotional level with me because it taps into one of the biggest fears that any parent has, especially a parent of a young child. Hector's plight really resonates with somebody when you have a young, young child, like uh, Lily's seven. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest fears of like, if I died tomorrow, how much of me would she remember? Right. I mean, she's only seven. How much, I mean, there's still a whole lifetime ahead of her. How much of me would resonate with her? How many of the wonderful things that we do that I remember would she remember? So that's a scary thought. So when you saw what Hector's motivation was, you really identified and you wanted him to get that picture up. See, that was the thing, that was the thing, the whole thing with, yeah, with Hector. It's like, you know, the last thing the the wife knew, he went off to be a musician, be all this kind of stuff. Uh, He was trying to get back, but, you know, your boy freaking killed him. And so it's like you wonder, will your daughter ever understand what's going on? Right. I, I go to my I go to my gigs at night, you know, because sometimes I won't see them till like only in the morning. And it's like, well, they understand what I'm actually doing, mm-hmm. you know. And if I have some reason I happen to pass away, it was like, well, they understand why I was not around. Yeah. It's not because I didn't want to be with them. It's just you know I was doing this so we could we could go on a cruise, we could go to Disney World, exactly. You know, we could do these kind of things, you know. I could pay for their freaking weddings. Three girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah Jeez, right. <laughs> you know. So well, it's not, yeah, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, I I really felt for Hector when I was like, dang, they only got like one picture of this dude in the whole house, you know, like in the whole world. Yeah, no, you knew that there was a second picture. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry, no. What I mean is in the living. I'm sorry, in the living, they only had like that one photo where his head was ripped off Uh because you know Abuela kept it, or you know what I'm saying, Mama Coco, Mama Coco kept it. So I was like, damn, y'all ain't got like no other picture of the dude. Like, man, you know, this is back in the days before cell phones. Like back then, like I think you had to hold steady for like eight minutes before they could take a picture right. of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm assuming that it, this that, happened a ways. He abandoned the family, so they probably threw away all his pictures. He was he who must not be named. It. He was Voldemort. Yeah, that's okay, well, the other thing. All right, yeah. let's get to that. That, to all me, right. is a major plot hole of the movie. And the, the only way I can excuse it is by saying that this movie took place a long, long, long time ago. Okay. In a galaxy far, far away? Yes, in a galaxy far, far away. Because <laughs> a country far, far away. This dude goes off. He gets murdered. He's dead. Yeah, and for whatever reason, word doesn't reach back to his wife that your your husband's dead. She just thinks that he left them. What right. happened to Hector's body? I mean, like, how did it not travel back to her? No, 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 no. He didn't leave you. He died. He in the middle of the street. That to me was a no. huge plot hole that it never made its way back. That your no, 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 no. Your husband died. 
You know, you you know what happened? That you, your boy ground him up and made him into chorizo. Yeah, <laughs> and he choked on it. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. So that was one of the huge plot holes that I saw Santa in the Cruz. movie where I'm like, dude, reconcile this for me. I can't. And then I Mama can't. Coco ate the chorizo and then <laughs> it out and buried the chorizo. And it was, it's all crazy, man. And it's then she like, forgot it's like, everything. It's like after she forgot that. everything after that because she just ate her dad. And, oh. But she didn't know that. It's, 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 dude, it's messed up, man. It's like X Files. It's X Files level shit, dude. That's oh, what it cooked is. the wife, the thief, and Coco. That's what I was going to say. That's why they were still feeding the kid, right? In the very beginning. Like, here, have some more That's tamales. Right. Yes, have some yes, more yes. tamales. Here yeah. you go. This is your chorizo. This is your great great grandfather. Your great great grandfather. You can Asso. be a musician now because it's in you. He was no good. He was no good. Go play a guitar somewhere else. Oh, damn. It's all about the chorizo, uh-huh. right, Lee? Hey, that's what she said. Teresa. <laughs> is that what she is, is that what she Mrs. Like Lasvika? That's what Mrs. Lasvika calls your calls your member. She, she calls it her little Teresa. Oh my goodness. Oh, hey, <laughs> es un poco pero muy picoso. <laughs> all right, all right. Whatever goes <laughs> out of your casa stays in su casa. I got I got to take your word on that one. Let's get out of this. <laughs> all right, so Coco, <laughs> let's run as fast as we can. Mama Coco. Oh, um, that grandma. That grandma was killing me. Like the, oh, the grandma. Oh, that character know, was funny. She's like, what? Yeah. You got a guitar? Let me take care of that well, for you. She got you. that chunkla, man. She beat his ass with that chunkla. Yeah, she did. Look, and oh, she Abuelita. threw. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the daughter of Coco. She freaking threw yes. that at the with the mariachi. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. kept on walking down the street with one, like, one uh, chinilas off. <laughs> yeah. It was freaking awesome. I was that like, was damn. A- she didn't even pick up her shoe. That was the best joke of the movie. Where yeah. she's like, now go get my shoe. Yeah, go yeah, get yeah, my shoe. yeah that's right. That's what, I, that's what I fell in love with her. Yeah. yeah. She, no, was, she, she was hard. she was intense, man. No, I thought y'all were talking about Coco. I, I want to ask y'all. Her daughter, yeah. Her everyone daughter. be honest now. Yeah. When Miguel's singing that song to her, how many people here cried? I oh, cried. Oh, I did. Yes. I did cry. I was bawling, but I was tearing was bawling. up. Eli? I did cry. I, see, I was holding back tears because I was a man. I was. I was <laughs> like, good thing I saw this by myself so nobody could see me. My eyes welled up, but my manliness would not allow the tears to fall. I, but it, yeah, it was severely. That was probably the most emotional I've ever been. Oh, yeah. Yeah. An animated feature for sure. But well, that, it, I, I died during this song when he was singing to his little daughter. Yeah, because my my oh, little yes. baby was sitting right next to me. It oh, killed, that that yeah. part killed me, which also translated to Mama Coco. Exactly. Yeah, you know. And, and my thing As was, a father, was, how could it not? And my right. thing was, was like, you know, with my dad being old and stuff, it was like, oh, if I could just learn to play the guitar, and then like he'd be like, oh, hey, what the hell am I doing here? You know, like I'd be like, man, that's awesome. So yeah, that that got me that. That did get me that. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that tugged at my heartstrings pretty good. Absolutely. I hated to be honest about that though, because I probably lost some bad credit on that. But you know, hey, I'm a man. That guy. Me. No, dude, I, yeah. it hit me. I was surprised by how hard it hit me, but yeah, that was a that was a whack to the side. Yeah, because yeah, you were like, just just play the song, kid. Just play the song. Just play it. And then he starts. And, I don't wonder you know, if it's because you knew we it was have, coming, right. and there was nothing you could do to stop it. Once it hit you, oh yeah. And I wonder if it's because we have daughters. It, that's exactly. I mean, what I it wonder is. if people yeah, with sons, that, and then you know, grandmothers and things like yeah, that too. Yeah. Yo, guys, do you have any elderly uh, right. family members still in the family? You know, my wife's uh, aunt is 83 years old. And so let me tell you, first of all, not the mean side, like hitting you with the chunkla and stuff like that, but like <laughs> going to give you the food and, you know, giving you all the kisses and hugs. Like when I first met her, that was straight up. You call me Mama Lucy. Like there was no, you did not going to call her ma'am or Miss Lucy or Miss Bosquez. No, you call me Mama Lucy. 
That's it right there. Like you're in <laughs> Done. This family no, now. period. That's it. That's, that's what it. you call yeah. her. That's it. That's you're Done. in this family now. You're gonna call me Mama Lucy. You know, and so you know, like something like that. Like she's eighty three years old. You know, and so you know, like that's the same yeah. man I was telling you about that I told my wife I want to take her on vacation or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like you only have so much time left with these people in your life. Right. You know, you, no, you're right. No. And I wanted to make a point to Danny too. Um, and I, I, I know I don't know if I've ever said this on air, but I know you guys I told you this before. My wife. We're gonna share a moment. Her mom here? passed away. Well, her mom passed away when she was like six years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the reason why you know Mama Lucy is basically like who raised her. Um, from the time that her mom passed away, paused this. <laughs> Obviously, Baba Lucy's spirit is going over your head. Wow, this David. is so emotional. And then, you know, <laughs> Airwolf is coming over to... Uh, All of a sudden, it's, get to the chopper! <laughs> <laughs> no! Blue Thunder is coming around the corner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Reptide, you ready? Uh, but, uh, again, you know, her, her mom passed away when she's six. She has a lot of memories with her mom. Um, she remembers her going to like the football games with her brother, being uh, you know the the one of the Cub Scout leaders, you know all that kind of stuff. She still remembers all that stuff about her mom. So, just so you know, Danny, you're if you croak tomorrow, your daughter will still remember you. I well, promise. Well, damn. Well, thank you, man. <laughs> we'll remember you too, Danny. Yeah, we'll, I hope so. <laughs> we'll, put a picture, we'll put a picture up on Abrenda so no one will forget you. What what a, fortunately, she's got about 200 podcasts to go back and listen to. Yeah, right. a moment to share with you. I just want to share this moment with you so like, if you die... Oh It'll wait! The, right. This part of the song when the daughter starts singing killed me. Yeah, oh, oh, absolutely oh, freaking killed me. Devastated you. Oh god, uh, killed me. Yeah, that's. It was like Mola Ram yes. ripping out your heart and showing it yes. to you. Yeah. Yes. And then at the end, like when Coco comes and joins him in the day, in the, the, the land of the dead, and yes. he swings around like a little girl. Oh, I didn't I like. like uh, well, I was like, why couldn't Coco like? Why did it have to be old Coco? Like, couldn't you get like? That's a, what I. Yeah, I did not like that. The fact that we went to old Coco, like in, in the Day of the Dead, she's still old. Like, it, I assumed it was like, however you yeah, die, that's how you. That's maybe it was just like, we don't want put. Like, that's how you whatever were. port, whatever like time you died in real life, that was you know. But you still love your well, daughter. Well, I guess you didn't like want that. to see a dead child's well, corpse. Well, great grandmother, great great grandmother Amelda then must have died young because she looked like the same age as Hector. She might have because they didn't have like standardized water or skin to really determine the age of death. That's, that's true. Right. Yeah. There's no way to yeah. tell how old she was. No, I, I know. She looked was, good for being a skeleton. That was a good looking family, right? I mean, yeah. you know, why was they still kicking us. it? Yeah, they make shoes. Sabatos. Sabatos. Okay, so I would like to talk a little bit about the message of this movie because the message here is a little bit effed up. It, it, it's kind of a little bit crazy. It kind of like it's the opposite of Moana, which is follow your heart, follow your dream, no matter where it takes you. You got to go ahead and be true to that. And this one, it's kind of like Ernesto de la Cruz. That's the name of the guy. Oh, he, I see. Yes. His motto is um, uh, seize the moment. Seize the moment. moment. Yeah. And and the whole idea of this movie is well, sometimes season the moment means you got to put your family and everything in the back seat, and it, sometimes it's not worth it. Sometimes you got to sacrifice your dream to be where you are and to take care of you know, the people who rely on you. And so it was kind of the opposite of the Moana message. And life is complex, obviously. I mean, you got to be able to have both messages out there. Uh, but I, I I felt it did a good job telling the opposite view, which was. You know, it, it helps you feel good as a as a parent if you haven't achieved your dream. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because you valued family and commitments over uprooting and going to uh, this place or that place to go follow your dream. Yeah, but he didn't really have a family, right? No, he did. He, he had did, his, yeah. a wife and, and Coco. 
No, no, right. no, no. Dela Cruz. Oh, Dela Cruz. No, no he, he did didn't. not. No, yeah. he was just a ladies. Band. But he, obviously, he's the bad guy. So if his, yes. the bad guy's motto is seize the moment, then obviously that's something that you are conditioned to reject because his motto brought him to kill a man. Yeah, that was cold. Like, man. Yeah, 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 you seize the moment at. Any expense. Exactly. And I think that, uh, that that's might have been <laughs> that might have been the first animated movie where I've seen the first on screen death and on screen murder <laughs> in a Pixar right, movie right. that I can think of. I'm not, yeah, he's hey. a pretty adult villain. Yes. Like How about absolutely the fact that they were drinking tequila. I don't yep. think I've ever seen that in a Disney movie either. Yeah, they, that was they were taking shots. Oh, or nudity. Cool. There was full there was full frontal nudity. <laughs> 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 he got a <laughs> Yeah, that part was funny. And you saw everything. <laughs> that part was funny. She's like, what you looking at? Like, I, I, I saw the C6 vertebrae. I never <laughs> No. Um, I thought I saw spinal fluid. I'm not sure. That was. I don't even know if they have spinal a C6. Fluid. <laughs> that was. That yeah, sounds that was like a Chinese dish. I want the C6. Hey. Yeah. I, I, I like the fact that the kid chased his dream, but then like, yeah, he was doing it at all costs. Like. And it was one part that kind of messed me up for like a split second when they brought him like he was already in the land of the dead because he took the guitar and then they said, OK, do this wish. And then he brought it back and then he, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to take the guitar again. It's like, oh, that made me laugh. Yeah. The minute he said, like, oh, I'm going to just steal it again. I was like, Boom, what you he's doing? right back in. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> we just sent you back two seconds ago. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. OK, so let's get to that. That's my second major plot hole in this movie. Oh, what I just said? Yes. OK. Stealing the guitar. They totally. never explain why it is that that guitar sends you to the dead. Why does that strumming that guitar send you to the land of the dead? Because he was cursed and he stole from the dead. That was the issue. Because yeah, he stole, the, he he stole, stole from, from the, the dead. dead instead of uh, for that particular time. Miguel, so no, he was immediately cursed once he stole from the dead. Ernesto de la Cruz? No, no. no Miguel. Uh, Miguel, since he stole from Ernesto de la Cruz, who was already dead, was cursed because he stole an object from the dead. How did y'all get that out of the movie? He explains it. Yeah, he they explains it, it yeah. in the thing. I don't remember that explanation. Yeah, no, he said because uh, what the dude with a uh, behind the desk with the visor or whatever mm-hmm. who was trying to help the great 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 grandma oh, get back. You know who that is? Who is that? Was that That's Cheech? A comedian. It's Gilbert. Uh, not Gilbert. It's a comedian. I can. See. He's uh, called Big Fluffy. Oh, Iglesias, Gabrielle Iglesias. Oh. Do you live by the airport, dude? This <laughs> is just a lot oh, well, of helicopter. I do, actually, but sounds like Vietnam over there. <laughs> it's not hobby. It's, it's definitely it George tonight. Washington International. <laughs> we got a DMZ right over here in Texas. So then, would Ernesto de la Cruz be cursed then because he stole from the deceased when he stole all of his music and his guitar that- and everything? Like he didn't end up in the land of the dead when Ernesto- he got paid, right? Ernesto de la Cruz <laughs> stole his guitar. That's how, like. The whole mix-up happened. He stole the guitar. Surely the minute he strummed that guitar, he should have been sent to the land of the dead because Hector was dead. That's a good point. No, that's a good point. And by the way, that was another, that was, again, Pixar telegraphing their, their punch. If you looked at that guitar, that guitar had a gold tooth, right. which Hector had. So that yeah, was the yeah, whole yeah, idea, yeah. again, of telegraphing where they were going with. Yeah. So I don't buy that whole explanation that, he, yeah, okay, fine. Maybe that was in the movie and I just didn't, catch it because I was sitting next to a kid but still that explanation doesn't make sense because the minute Ernesto de la Cruz strummed that guitar he should have been gone right um, well I point, think when though. you strum the guitar at a certain chord it activates <laughs> it activates the Doritos which sends you back to the dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah you only do the one chord or do maybe you have to strum it on the day of the dead yes uh, with a certain oh, chord maybe so uh, and when those two factors make the Doritos active 
I'll, okay, I'll give you another one. Here's another plot hole for me that didn't make any sense to me that I'm sitting here watching the movie. And I'm like, oh, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Again, none of these took me out of the movie that much, though. I, I, I was fully engaged in the movie, but just something that popped in my head. So on the Day of the Dead, when everyone's going back to go visit their loved ones, and it's such a big deal because they can't exist without people putting up their pictures and the, uh, what do you call it? Ofrenda! Ofrenda! You cannot exist without that. There's apparently a large portion of the population of the land of the dead that are like, eh, screw my relatives. I want to go see this Ernesto de la Cruz <laughs> concert and party. I got to get my groove on. <laughs> it's Day of the Dead, and I got tickets. <laughs> yeah, but that One day a year, day, year you get to see your relatives, and they're like, screw that. Right. You know what's funny about that, That's though? Funny. I, I didn't take that away, but I did take the fact it's like, okay, I've had enough of my family. I'm going back to the day of the day. That's the spit I took on. I was like, man, all these people are just like so tired of the family. They just came back early to see the sunrise No, concert. because there was so much to do because they had people auditioning to go to the party. Oh, it's true. Yeah, the party, yeah. Then you had the concert. There was so much to do on that day that there's a lot of people apparently. I mean, customs, you were zipping right through. That was a slow day in September at Disney World, that line. <laughs> you were getting right through. And a lot of people didn't care about going to the uh, Alfredo or whatever you call it. The Alfredo? <laughs> yeah, the, the Alfredo. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. you know those are people that's like you know I'm gonna show up, show my face, and then I'm gonna leave. I'm just gonna get the food and I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Getting the, getting the plate, say okay. hi, give everybody a hug. I'm out of here. That's, right. Facebook. that's right. Yeah, I was here. All right, little Jose still gay. Okay, great. I'm yeah, leaving. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. All right, so I'm done. I'm going back to the concert. That's it. I'm done. I don't need to deal with you guys. All right, go. you gotta admit though. I mean, like that land of the dead was awesome. Like neon lights everywhere. It was modern. You know, you got the cable car. You know, everybody was like dressed up. You know, they had the cool luchadors out. It there. remind me of that one Horizon scene with all the different things happening. The city yes. scene. Yeah, like layers upon layers of stuff just oh, it was happening the only thing but again okay i'll get back to another one of my complaints about it not again complaint in a very loose i love this movie it's complaining a very loose sense of the word is that the day of the dead was beautiful but at the end of the day it was just like a regular city there was nothing right. that really kind of differentiated it like you know like you were in uh Be- like you were singing the land of the uh afterlife once you start getting around they're going to a party they're going to a concert it just seemed like you were in any other city that was just really beautiful looking. Yeah, but the not but, like that, but they had like the good side of town, they had the bad side of town. Yeah. You know, like when the guy went to go borrow the guitar, there was you know, that was kinda like the slums of uh That was the, the forgotten afterlife. land though. That was right. the forgotten land. Why should area. the dead get anything better than us? They're gonna live just like us in the afterlife. <laughs> they had it better too, because they're have in Mexico slums and ghettos and the red light district. Ah <laughs> actually puta. you know, in the in the land of the dead, their roads was paved better than my street. Well, well, maybe Brad Pitt and yeah. Angelina Jolie didn't That's purchase the most house. Of the, yeah. Most of New Orleans, I would say. They built your houses. They didn't build the streets. <laughs> I, I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying that, you know, in the real world of Mexico there, in the movie, I'm saying, like, they didn't have anything, you know, everything was cobblestone and stuff like that. So they really, I guess, had to glorify the afterlife over there because, you know, boom, that, that's where it was happening. Yeah, I like that those guys could throw their limbs. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I did appreciate it. it was like I know, did too. Yes. I could take off my limb and just wrap on this window up here and say, "Hey, look, let me mm-hmm. in." 
Oh, you use them as nunchucks. I died on that. Oh, yeah, use them as nunchucks. Oh, I died. See, oh, I died on that. I, that was hilarious. You know, I got my bones. I put it back. Oh, no problem. I'm not going to hurt. Shoot. Yeah, let's I, kick your butt. I was going to say, tell my brotherly love. Like, can I borrow your arm so I can beat these people up for a second? All right, cool. <laughs> thanks. You know, you stand back. I got this. That was my, it's like, why didn't the brother freaking help, too? He had legs still. He, he could have freaking kicked somebody. I think he did but like he just a stood headbutt. there and watched. I think he did a headbutt or something a little bit later. Okay, I'll give him that. But the other dude had his arm, so it was like, there's not too much he can really do except kick and headbutt. Well, it was yeah. like that like Monty Python movie, The, the Black Knight. You know, he, oh, he yeah. was <laughs> you know, he, he didn't have any limbs. He was still, he was still confident. Yeah, that's right. Wound. <laughs> you know what's funny? Okay, now you we're just picking, right? Bone picking, so to speak. But, you know, okay. Hey, bone picking. You like that? Yeah. So, like, okay, so they can't keep their skin, but their hair is perfectly intact. Like, same color, like, Uncle hey, Juan had, like, hey, the no, nice no, 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 mustache. Oh we got to walk around with messed up Dude, hair, man. I just, it could no, be, no, hey. be gray with, like, Eli, you know, Eli, what? They, they ain't nothing but ultra perm. <laughs> they ain't nothing but ultra perm. That's <laughs> indeed. They ain't nothing but get weed put it right before the show ain't for Dilla Cruz. You know what that is. I you know, know that trick is. You're right. That's you're extensions, right. man, from Walmart. Uncle Juan, though, he had that mustache happening. You know, the dude, he had, like, that long... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying, like, none of the hair ever fell off. You know, um, now I'll give you this. Like, we were talking about Moana in comparison to this movie before. The only advantage I, I will give is this. I like Hey Hey way better than the, than oh, the, the dog. Dante. Yeah. No, Dante I, I was do, Hey yeah. Hey, but no, Dante could do more than Hey Hey. I would say that. Absolutely, but he just... But, yes. He, he did, he, it was just like, I don't know, a cracked out Scooby-Doo. That's what kept yeah. resonating <laughs> in me. And I, it, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he, like I get it. He, he liked licking yeah. people's faces and stuff. But Dante, like he had, yeah, Dante aggravated me. I liked him better. Yes, I dug the kitty cat a lot better. Well, he was like the kitty cat was time. awesome. Yeah, he sniffed and freaking the footprints showed up. I was like, yeah, give me the cat. He was oh, like the, the cat. He was, was like the Maximus of yes, uh, <laughs> yes, that's right. Rapunzel, that's right. He's like the Maximus was. of the spirit guide. Yes, yeah, he was. He was. He was awesome until they did a close up on him and he kind of looked. Right, like he kind of would take me out of it a little bit. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Dante. I thought he like came through at the end, uh, just because he happened to be able to fly. I guess. But oh, when he fell, I was like, just keep falling. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're gonna fly. Well, yeah, back his up, little but... wing was kind of like that dude from Bugs Life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from that the kid a caterpillar from Bugs Life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about Heinrich. Yes, Heinrich. Yes, I'm a beautiful butterfly. A beautiful. You know, if we're gonna t- okay, so let's go back to to I, I I'm I'm surprised that y'all like this more than than Moana because there was no like Maui was just cool and the adventures that they were like there's not one memorable action scene I can think of in this movie really but I think to the music too as much as the music was beautiful and it definitely blended in with it. I didn't come away singing any of these songs. I well, I came away singing "Remember Me." Yeah, there the was only just, one was, was "Remember yeah, Me" for even me. Even then, I didn't so much. I mean, don't get me wrong; it was the it played perfectly into the movie, <laughs> and you know, did what it was supposed to do. But there, like when I walked out of Moana, I was like, "You're welcome." Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, like I really enjoyed the music part of Moana a little more. I agree. Like the, the songs from Moana, you'll listen to in your car and yeah. drive. I don't know that uh, Coco as much. I, I actually did on the way in. Well, yeah. we actually did in the studio. There's no shame. Yeah. I'm I, just I, yeah. Uh, but it, it, from a sheer enjoyment standpoint, I'm going to enjoy. You're welcome. I'm going to enjoy uh, as far as I can go. Way more than I'm going to enjoy the music from from Coco. Yeah. Just, oh, I mean, that's curious, just me. Though, if, like if I mean, someone I, that was from Hispanic descent will enjoy this music more. 
Like, wow, but finally you, we got you got some, you know, we got our own music. But, you know, I did enjoy the soundtrack because of that. I like mariachi. Like, mariachi yeah. cobre out of Epcot. Those guys freaking kick butt. I love this music. I oh. love mariachi music. How yeah, did you like okay. the beginning of the movie where you hear When You Wish Upon a Star is it panning oh, over the yeah. castle in mariachi form? Absolutely that was, killed that was me. I was like, yes. Yeah. I wanted to that cheer, cool. but I was like, nope, I, I can't cheer Again, right now. we're not arguing that yes. one is good and one is bad. We're just arguing preference. Both are good. Yeah, both are great. I, I love both, both soundtracks. Yeah, I would love, I mean, Michael Giacchino did most of the, 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 the uh, other stuff, you know, the, the score. Um, but yeah, no, no, the music stuff, I enjoy the music too. I, I thoroughly uh, enjoyed I thoroughly the music. Enjoyed yeah. it. Music was, was good. I, but again, if I'm going to pick nits, I'm going to say that I prefer the music from Moana. I prefer the action sequences from Moana. I don't think there was anything as cool as the no, Realm yeah. of Monsters. I'll give you that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, that you absolutely. saw. And, and I don't think there was any anybody that I thought was as cool or as funny as, as Maui. But I would take a movie. slow ride through that whole movie, Coco. You know what? You're right. If, if you had to compare, Coco was a dark ride. Yeah. Moana was a roller coaster. That was a roller coaster or an E-ticket, maybe a D-ticket, depending I, on how you spin it or how you do it. That's a great way yeah. to put it. But yes. I, I was I was a little bit more into Miguel's family than I was into Moana's family. And like you talk about the music, I think I said it earlier. I think it was like musicals just kind of take me out of it if there's too much of it. So this was making it easier for me to just say, oh, okay. Because there was a purpose. Yeah. I yeah. Whenever they had to sing, they had to sing. It wasn't, it just wasn't for just any reason. But that's, again, that's my preference. <laughs> Exactly. You yeah. know, like he had to do Showtime at the Apollo. I get it. You got to sing there. You know, you yeah, have to Yeah, Sandman's going to like rip you right off that stage. Right. You know. Oh, I like the uh, Poco Loco. That's what yeah, it's right Poco Loco, yeah. yeah. That was that a cool was good. song. I did like that. That was a cool song. And you only got like a few uh, beats of it. Like, you never, you, they didn't beat you over the head with the music. I, that, I did enjoy that part of it. Yeah. But at the same time, I never like. The one time I, I want to say Moana where I felt like the music was not welcome was the crab. But at the, actually, Shiny has grown on me uh, as a good song. How Far I'll Go, uh, Show How the Way. How Far I'll Go, I Love. Yeah, yeah. I, those are timeless songs. Yes. I mean, and I don't know this for, for sure because maybe one of y'all can answer this for me. The music in uh, Coco, uh, is this authentic? Like, were they just like I think "Remember Me" obviously was made for the movie, but all the rest of the songs that they sung were these authentic tunes, or was this something that was uh, made? Oh, for you're the talking movie? about like their standard like Mexican type mariachi. Exactly. Tunes? Is is this something that I don't that I don't know? But I want to guess no. You're gonna guess it no? was written in the style of by the Lopez's, mm-hmm. like the more popular things. But I, but maybe some of the themes I don't know. I, I'd have to research that more, and I probably should have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I want to say no. Okay. They were written in the style of traditional mariachi music. But at least music was part of the, the family. Yeah. So it was like, like, I don't think there's any work. of these songs that you will go to a restaurant where there's mariachis playing and hear these songs. Yeah. Okay. These I'll songs go with in that. Particular. Sure. Um, but that being said, most of the time you can usually tell where the white people are sitting in the restaurant because <laughs> they're either going to be playing La Cucaracha or La Bamba. So that's the only thing you want to ask for. So, um, or Rico wait, wait, Suave, can, 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 Rico wait, Suave, or, or, or uh, what's that freaking Justin Bieber tune I was talking about earlier? Desperado, Despacito, Despacito, Hey, can you play Despacito? That's like my favorite song. I'm gonna eat my chimichanga while you sing that. My cortisol beats for it. Can I? Can you play a little bit of the Corazon song? I love the Corazon song. I think this is the one they closed it out with, and I, I did like this one. I mean, look, I, I like the music. I downloaded the soundtrack. Yeah, I downloaded as well. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I, I do seem to think that um, Moana's music is a little bit more endearing. Yeah. I love well, all this you, guitar music. Because you can sing with it too. What? You talking about Moana? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the guitar music and stuff in this style. I am, yeah. I'm and I was saying before that. we started recording, if I had a guitar and I knew how to play it, that's like my, not my thing. Mm-hmm. I would have brought it in the studio and started doing it. Oh, that would have been nice. Oh, wow. Awesome. No, but I bang on drums. Yeah. I bang on tamboras. Boom, boom, boom. But, that, but that's the other thing, too. I mean, this music goes with the movie. I mean, if... if yeah, well, here's the hook right here. Upbeat, happy. Yeah, it's just, I could hear oh. this in the attraction right now, just like hearing yeah. all these different songs. And this has got to go. Like, I, I'm sorry, Three Caballeros, your eviction notice. Yeah, <laughs> you got 30 days. <laughs> has been served. I mean, if they don't capitalize on this, they got to be crazy. No, I, mean, right. that, I think F that'd be a hour, perfect. It goes with the culture of the country right. that they're in, that they're serving more so than the Three Caballeros. I mean, the Day of the Dead is already in there. Right. It, it it is. You just got to you know, follow through on it. Yeah. Oh my God, there's a lizard. On okay, did wa- I see that? Yes, you did. Okay, uh, and it changed colors to be bright green. Oh, it's a spirit cable. guide. Look, the spirit, uh, spirit guide. Is that yeah. a, the Moican spirit guide? Is a lizard? Must okay, be. I saw something flip by, and I wasn't too sure what the hell that was. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll ignore it and go away. But I look, if this thing starts flying, I'm out of here. Okay, no, no, that's what I'm saying. It's a lizard. If it starts flying, we need to call. You know, in the National Philippines, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. picture that thing. It's changing colors. Found the missing link. Holy crap! You know, in the it's Fili- purple and green. In the Philippines, <laughs> a lizard in your house indicates something regarding money, as far as receiving it. Really? Oh, I thought God. it was like if your hand yeah. itches. No, 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 no. No, in the Philippines, it's it's oh. it's it's a lizard in your house is money. Well, you paid it, huh? I guess that that's a uh, podcast. I guess that meetup is on after yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I, I hope oh. extra money is falling out the sky. I tell you what. No, but it's a small lizard, so it's not you know the lizards in the Philippines are a little bit bigger. So this is yeah, so like maybe, maybe we got ten dollars coming. Ten dollars, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe Kirk says some beignets. Yeah, Here comes ten dollars. What was your trip? Well. I, enjoy, I think we all enjoy this movie. Yes. Uh, huge thumbs up. I would up. go see it again. Thank God. Oh, I'm going to buy it the minute yeah, it comes I out. I'd see it again. Here. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. I got uh, the soundtrack. I got everything. I haven't told else. Eli. It's like, let me know if you need somebody to go see it with you. I'd go see it with you. I'll go, I'll go see it in I 3D would again. I'll see it again. I'll go see it in 3D again. I, I did, Lee, yeah, when it was cool again, man. <laughs> uh, next week. Oh, well, let's go see it in 3D next week. You want to see you again? Yeah. All right, but before we move on, there's one last thing that we got to discuss. One last thing. One last thing. How far into the show are we? We we? are about an hour and 21 minutes. All right. What you got? Let's let's cover this last thing real quick because, again, this happened and we probably need to talk about it. And a lot of people were talking about this in terms of saying that they were not going to see this movie. And that was the whole deal with John Lasseter. Thoughts. Mm, I haven't seen anyone say they weren't going to see it. Well, oh, oh, I, I did. Seen, I not, I've least. seen a lot of people saying that they yeah. would not support this company, seeing that a monster was in charge of it. That's most companies, though. <laughs> yeah. I will say a, a lot of people saw this movie. I will say that. It beat I mean, out um, yeah. the Justice League this weekend at the box office. So Another. Uh, by the way, I was I was impressed with the Justice League. I liked it. I did, I did too. It wasn't great, but... DC finally made a movie I could bring my daughter to, and my daughter enjoyed it, so I'm happy. 
I mean, if yeah, I had, I mean, the John Lasseter I mean, thing for me didn't really affect anything. Is because it's like you know he's one man. Yeah, he runs a company, but there's all those other freaking artists that worked on this thing. Of course, you that's know, what I was and saying. it's like. Yeah, he might have signed his, the checks and stuff, but it's like those those other guys did the freaking work. Well, I think Ed Cottonell, uh signed the checks. He's the president of Pixar, isn't he? That's true. Yeah, he probably would have done it. Yeah. But John is a visionary genius, and you got to give the devil his due on this one. Yeah. I mean, look, I, there's a common denominator to Pixar's success. And when it comes to story and it comes to animation, that was John Lasseter. And for a lot of people, it's like, you know what? This maybe stains their yeah. earlier appreciation of the earlier Pixar movies. For me, it doesn't. But ha- has he been convicted? Uh, that's my thing. Exactly. Well, he hasn't, he hasn't convic- even been—he hasn't know. even been charged with anything. He's—he's basically—he's been in the okay, news. He's been yeah. charged by the news, is what had happened. Right. He's basically saying that I messed up. I'm going to take a step back because I don't. To me, again, I'm just reading into this, but he's basically saying I don't want this to put a bad light on the company. So I'm going to take myself out of the picture. Yeah. The only thing that he's cop to, to my knowledge, is that he's a hugger. That's yeah. the only yeah. thing. I'm a hugger, not a fighter. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag hug life. You know, I could respect that a lot more than someone, A, just flat out denying it, and B, trying to make excuses like, oh, well, you know, that didn't really happen, or you're overblowing it. Yes. Or, you know, uh, you know Jesus was, Jerry and Mary and Joseph got married when they were 14, or some bullshit like that, that I've been hearing about this other guy. So the guy said, look, uh, I don't. I did something wrong. Obviously, whatever it is, I don't want to put a bad name on Pixar. I'm going to step out of the picture. I can respect that a lot more than someone that just, you know, wants to act like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he, the fact that he has. I mean, this is not to discount any of the women that have made these accusations on anybody. But there has been so much where it's like by the time they get into the media, they are convicted of something that they haven't been convicted of yet. Yeah, I'm not big on that. Like, I need more than just one right. person. Like, the same article that sat there and outlined everything that he did that a lot of people are kind of, like, condemning him for contained something in there about the really the, the, the crux of this was that Rashida Jones had to quit Toy Story 4 because apparently, according to that article, he in some way harassed her sexually. Right. And Rashida Jones and her people came out and said, no, that absolutely did not happen. We did not leave it. We left because of professional and creative differences that we had. It had nothing to do with John Lasseter's behavior. So already the article that has painted him in this light right. is already it's already factually mistaken in at least one aspect of it. So once you're wrong in one aspect, who knows how good the journalism was, especially when there's such a salacious atmosphere that's been created where you're running the print with these kind of stories instead of taking the time because this kind of stuff does destroy careers exactly and, yeah. and you know just to go along with that it's like do your research Malikans. Yeah. it's like yeah uh, uh, all opinions are welcome on the show but man make sure you are, you understand everything instead of the first thing that you see and that's what's happened and now you're that, that dude's convicted and that's it i'm not taking away anything from any of those i think that's fair to say it's mm-hmm. like you know it's like nowadays it's like you're guilty until proven innocent Yes. You know, and, and it's like, well, you know, show me the facts, show me all the stories. I do the same thing when we do the queue. I never, you know, unless we're literally talking about something that's a rumor and we state it, I usually when I present something as news, I've already had like three or four or five sources indicated this is actual fact, mm-hmm. you know, and, and reputable source. So I've done the research behind it. Uh, there are times it's like only one outlet did it, but then that's mostly like a speculation thing for our show. But yeah, do your research and understand what's going on. 
Um, the, the actual art that's been created for me, the piece of music, whatever else. How did that make you feel? You know, how did how, how did you enjoy that particular thing? Let us know. You know, we want to know that. Well, there's a there's a the Carmichael show. There's a line in there. Um, I won't go through what the episode is about, but it it touches on this type of uh, stuff, right? And the guy says in the show, and it makes sense. It's like you, know, you have a whole bunch of people in the world, but there's only a few people that are powerful, you know, artists that actually make you do something. I'm basically agreeing with what you're saying, Kevin. Yeah. You know, um, and you have to judge whether you like the person for who they are or the art that they created, because there's not that many artists that actually say, Hey, wow, I, I felt something. Hey, that was awesome. I want to hear that again. I want to see that again. And this guy, I mean, look, if it took 8 million people to make the land of the dead, and you shut down Pixar, me, you know, you're kicking all those people out as well. That's a tough road to hold. But look, the dude's stepping down, and I'm sure he's not really hurting for money. So, you know, let him deal with that with the with the people who have accused him. But yeah, the other artists should. So it's like don't penalize the the ten millions of other artists because of one guy. Right. Don't cut your nose to spite your face. And don't judge the one guy until. All the you facts, know the facts. Are in. exactly. Right. right. I don't want to sound like we're defending him. I don't want to sound like we're condemning him. It's it's one story. The guy voluntarily stepped down. He copped to the fact that look, I'm a I'm hugger. A hugger. I, that's what I do. I hug people. I, I think with the in the wake of the whole Harvey Weinstein scandal is that everyone's kind of gotten grouped in with Harvey and not. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's layers to this thing, and to equate what John Laster did to what Harvey Weinstein did, we're not there yet. Let's wait and see what comes out. I don't want to defend him. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to condemn him, him yeah. until yeah. I've heard what comes up in the next six months. Yeah, but right. the, but and these if nothing folks- comes up, I hope we can all go ahead and let John go back to work and create some really brilliant stuff because he's a great artist. If it turns out to be something, then you, you deal with it accordingly. But you, you Right. These are the facts we're presented with. You can only comment on exactly. it as the day goes by. Exactly. And, and these change. people have, have done some good as well for society as much as, you know, now they're being um, outed. Yeah. You know, so that's that's the other thing. I mean, Anyone who wants to jump to conclusions on one side or the other, I think is going to be mistaken in this. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Kevin. It, uh, no, no, it's okay. I was just going to say, if, and if you want to vo- uh, uh, voice those opinions, we, we welcome them on the show. No problem. Mm-hmm. We're not going to censor you. So if there's something we're missing or you want to make a point, then please do. Absolutely. Send it in. We want to hear it. We'll read it on the air. We'll give it its fair due, as it should be, and then we'll take that into account. Are we going to be in trouble again? No, I we're not going to be so. into- No, no, I no, hope no, not. No. I mean, if people take offense to that very reasoned approach to it, that I don't know what we can do. Yeah, they're probably not listening to the show anyway. Yeah, John, we're, we're not pixie enough. John Lasser <laughs> is a creative genius, and I admire him to the a lot hundredth people. degree. I mean, it's like he's responsible for creating so many characters that have inspired my daughter, your daughter, everyone's youth, and and, and going forward. I admire that in a person, but if he's, he's a monster. Something changed in Lasso that day. I remember. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if that's like a thing with the Pixar animator. That's what you and I were talking about. If that was a thing with the Pixar animators, where Lotso Hug and Bear was a, a you know yeah, a kind of a, a yeah, parody yeah. of John Lasser. I wonder. Did he hug guys? Did John hug guys? I mean, was he a fair hugger? Yeah. Was he an equal opportunity hugger? Equal opportunity hugger. If he was equal opportunity, I don't see. I mean, I know equal opportunity huggers. I had men touch my knee and touch my shoulder 
I mean, I'm not a guy, so I f*** me. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble if my wife ever hears this podcast. I'll get in trouble for this. But I am extremely uncomfortable with her family. Whenever they greet me, they have to kiss me on the lips. They have full on the lips. Close mouth. Grandma's not slipping the tongue or nothing. But full why, mouth. Why, why is that strangely hot to me? <laughs> oh, it's not. Trust me, it's not. But that know. is their thing. That is their embrace. That they pull you in. They give you a good smack on the lips. Okay. And I am uncomfortable. Remember me. That's, <laughs> that's why they're giving you the kiss, Danny. Oh. Remember me. Oh, see. It's muy caliente. This kiss so good, I would not fade away. But even in the south, there's a lot. Like I'm sure y'all have people when they greet you, they have to give you the kiss on the cheek. I'm not fond of the kiss on the cheek. I don't know who to give the kiss on the cheek to. I am not either. Like I, as a habit, I don't do it. But then there are women who lean in. Like, where's my kiss on the cheek? I give You're you offending the, me by not giving me a kiss on the cheek. I so. give you a proposition you can't refuse. Mm. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Uh, That's why, like, everybody should just do like the dap and the hug thing, and then like you know, boom, the fist bump. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, you know, like if you say, hey, I, I need to be a hugger, and the other person like, I'm not comfortable with hugging, but if we do the dap. I didn't bring it in. I think I'm okay with that. But that might be cultural appropriation. I'm not sure. I'm just saying that would, you know, I think that would kind of <laughs> be like even keel. E, the whole world is just slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. It's all it. slippery slope. That's why I don't leave the house. The yeah. whole world is just tiptoeing through a minefield right now. That is always exploding. Nobody knows where to step. No one knows where to go. Everyone's just hoping to God that they're not the ones that set off the mine. That's right. But yeah, we need to be closer together. How does this work? That's the only the way, only way we can work. do it. That's is a we, true mystery. The only way we can be closer together e, is if we hug. With the dap, dap what, hug. What is the dap hug? What is official Mohican policy and in, inner office dealings with one another? Can we hug? I know. It's, I think it's in the bylaws. So. Yeah, it's in the bylaws. <laughs> if yeah, not, we shall add it in there now. Check so, that. Check Let's that. Make sure. That's know. right. So, we have any any other last thoughts on this movie, Coco? If this, if the last thing is the one thing that's hanging you up, get over it. Go see it. It's, go see it. Go yeah. see it. It's a really good movie. It's the best Pixar offering. It's it's one of the few things that give me hope that Pixar is finally getting out of sequel hell and, yeah. and writing the track. Look, in the credits, they even have a statement about the research that they have done on the this culture of the the Dios de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead. So I mean, you know, it, they it took the time to do that, learned about another culture. It's more than just about death. It's about your hopefully, you know, your 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 relatives from your past coming back from the afterlife just to hang out with you for just one day, man. Mm-hmm. That's the only day they get to do that. They get to cross the Dorito Bridge and to say hello. Dorito <laughs> <laughs> Bridge. Just to say, you know, hey, what's up? We're glad the family line is doing pretty well. I, that's not a bad thing for me, man. I would love that. You know, my and the way to touch me, you know, my 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 kids never know their grandparents. Uh, because they passed way before they were gone. And so it's like, you know, if that could even happen, that'd be great. That's yeah, true. Same here. That'd be Same great. Here. Yeah. Like my wife and I, as soon as we were on the way home, it's like, we need to get pictures of this person and that person and hang them up in the house and do this and do that. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. It, it really does slap you back to reality in the sense of like, I remember one of the girls was saying like, um, we were talking today, what's your favorite holiday? She said, um, Christmas. I said, what about Thanksgiving? She's like, Thanksgiving is boring. All people do is sit around and talk. And I said, that's going to be the one thing you're going to miss when you get older. Yeah, absolutely. That is going to be the one thing that you can't get back. You're right. Yeah. 
You're totally right. Ooh. Unless you have like the crazy family, like I'd I do got anything to hear my grandmother, or my grandfather oh, argue yeah. one more time, to hear my aunt Minnie one more time. Yeah, yeah. I, I love my parents to fuss at me one more time. You oh, know, yeah. who wouldn't? I would, even I would, my dad. My dad would fuss at me more than my mom. Mom I, would love my daughter. I always hear. I always hear that my uh, my grandmother passed away before uh, I was born, but I hear she was an artist. I would have loved to, have, you know, talk to her, like you know, just to see if that was what I inherited it from. But yeah. you know, yeah, you're right. That's the thing where you you'll never know. That that movie on oh, that sense, you know, that that got me a little bit. It, it did. You know, family really is important. Yeah, family is important. Yeah. Ohana, Ohana, oh, Ohana. Ohana. goes back go. to that. Lee, yeah. what do you think? You have a final statement? Uh, I know. I'll just wrap it up with this. Um, first of all, I do want to give uh, a PSA here. Um, if you do let your kids Google Coco. Just realize they also might see some pictures of Ice T's wife. So just <laughs> that's a good point, uh, and they no, will remember so that. Just, they will no, remember you might that. Put some filters on the Google there, uh, just in case they don't want to see a little, you know, little cocoa. Yeah, they might see a little more cocoa than they thought they were going to see. Little pollo um, loco. <laughs> yeah, a little hot cocoa. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Some white chocolate. Damn, some um, cheddar there. <laughs> so yeah i do want to wrap it up and just say uh again it, i think anyone that is a disney fan should go see this movie for sure um even if you're not a big disney fan i think it's still a great movie i don't know that i can put it in my top five P- disney movies or even top five pixar movies but it is pretty close but overall i mean it's just a great message um you definitely get the feels I definitely am looking forward to seeing it again. I tried to watch it again before we had, uh, before we recorded because I wanted to see it again and refresh my memory a little bit. I tried to get some uh, watch it with my friend Cody, but uh, apparently <laughs> all, all the versions were in Spanish, so I was yeah. out of luck. Uh, but even yeah. then, I was like, I'm willing to try uh, because it was it was that good of a movie. I was like, I'll just watch it in Spanish. I kind of know what's going on already. So yeah, uh, so go see it for sure. Oh, go see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Lee on that one. I think I think there is a, a tendency here to grade grade this movie on a bit of a curve because Pixar movies has been so bad for so long that it's a good movie. It really is a really good movie, but I don't know that I would put it in the top five of my Pixar movies either. I'd have to think about that. I don't know if I'd put. Uh, I don't know where I'd put that to be honest. I don't yeah, either. Top 10, but not top 5. Yeah, definitely I would top agree 10. With that. I would agree mm-hmm. with that. It, it would be between 8 and 10, somewhere in there. Es yeah. una buena película. Oh, <laughs> oh. Nice. Thank you, Hispanic Google. Translating, <laughs> <laughs> saving the world. That's Same right. At the same time. Absolutely. Guys, we'd love to hear your opinions on this movie, Coco, man. We want to hear them. Send them in. Send them through Facebook. Actually, you know what? We're about to tell you about a bunch of different ways you can get in touch with the Magic Ori podcast. So here we go. And guys, if you want to learn more about the Magic Our Way podcast, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you will find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways and voice your opinions on Coco by shooting us an email at show at magicourway.com. Or you can call or send us a text at 1-815-MOEKIN. That is 1-815-MOEKIN. 669-4226. And of course, you can leave a voicemail via SpeakPipe widget on our homepage. And of course, we've got a couple of guys to do things outside of the podcast. Number one, we got our comic genius, Mr. Eli Avery. 
Tell them what you got going on, sir. Oh, man, I'm just doing what I can to be the luchador de la comica <laughs> right there. Uh, you can go to www.ivorycomics.com where you can see different projects that I've been working on, such as Project Geisha, Savages, Blogs. There's a link to the Magic Highway podcast. So if you're listening to this podcast and you want to take a break and check out the art, you can always go back with that link. So, you know, won't let you down there. Facebook.com. Eli H. Ivory, you can find me there, Project Geisha as old Facebook page, facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, on there too, eivory 504 And Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So, you know the story is all about the glory. Appreciate the support. Thanks. Luchador de la Comica. Right? <laughs> Do you know what this translates to? Comic wrestler? Yes, comic wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And guys, if you want to take a vacation to hopefully see the future Coco attraction at the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot, Lee is the way to go. Lee, tell them what you got going on, sir. All right. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, just give me a call at 413-349-8747. That's 413-POCO-LOCO, P-O-C-O-L-O-C-O. <laughs> uh, you can reach me at Lee at MagicRWay.com. You can also check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash lost if you could travel and yeah we can send you to disney to go see uh epcot and you know see the old attraction before it gets replaced by coco or shoot you might want to go on disney cruise out of galveston and actually go down to mexico we could do that too uh we'll do that all for you with no no lo hasavica <laughs> lo no lo elos no hasalitas ah uh, hasalitas uh, either that too. No, no mas. <laughs> Adon, Dave. No mas hassles por tu, amigo. I'm, I'm concerned that somebody's going to call that Poco Loco number <laughs> and like they're going to end up in some Spanish bondage. <laughs> I want to book a trip. Would you like to be whipped? Some human, what? Some human trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> human trafficking during rush hour. That was a fun thing. So this is what No Hasselvika translates to. Hasselvika not. Hasselvika not. Hasselvika not. Nah, he doesn't sound very impressed with your Las Vegas. No, <laughs> no, no say. And guys, if you want to support the show as a whole, you can do so through the following ways. You can click on our affiliate links via our website. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way. You can represent the Moeka Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And of course, the easiest way is to leave a rating and review in iTunes or wherever you download this show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is, we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And lastly, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Rory Podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Moigans, ladies and gentlemen, we say gracias. <laughs> My name is Kevin. Me, I'm a Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Tacos. Oh, wait a minute. It's, it's actually tacos. Never mind. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> like that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the navigator. Oh wow. <laughs> 
Hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it? Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh wow! You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of. <laughs> Give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, get up again. Oh yeah. You know? Hot tub. What you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 